CrossPolitik begins in three, two, one. Stop a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> Is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No government, no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is king of kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to his lordship. You are not protecting women. You are authorizing the destruction of 500,000 little women every year. I didn't start it. Sir, sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. Right, when the spirit comes upon people, they go to war. They go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back, and they're slaughtered. You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water Boy, Pastor Toby Sumter, and the Chocolate Knox. Hello, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politic. Back in our summer studios, you you know with you, my headphones with your headphones and mine. <laughs> oh, you, you remember Toby? They're so cozy. This is where we mm. far, first started doing our interviews before David true. started doing before us. David. Yeah, yeah, that was back in the day. I don't so, remember a time before myself. A little deja vu. <laughs> I I think once it cools off, we need to go out on your back porch like we did that one interview. Oh, with the uh, with, with our boy. <laughs> I thought you said the crackheads. Was, <laughs> was it Brett? Brent? McCracken? Yes. Is that it? Brett. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the one that talked about um, Christianity. Yes. Yeah, Jesus yeah, being go. cool, right? Yeah, yeah, like you know, we yeah. were on the back porch. I remember that. It was, it was, oh, it was beautiful. Yes, it was. We it, should do it. was that. like birds. Yeah. And, and, the, and the podcast. Because we released that as part of our podcast. That was our first, that was our third, that was our top, one of our top five podcasts that we released. Really? Yeah. Wow. Our really? first five, not top five. First five. Yeah. Okay. At least. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. Same place. Yeah. What's your dog's name? Rango. Rango. Rango's with us in the studio I'm just today, guys. Waiting for him to bark. And yeah. Just- I think it's gonna be great. I'm gonna <laughs> do something to get him to bark. No, don't do that. If, okay. if like FedEx pulls up or he's UPS, scary. he will bark. He's got a bark. He's a great dog. What he's kind of really dog is nice. He? He's he's a Vizsla with a little pit bull. Oh. A little pit bull? <laughs> I was gonna say. That's a- There's no such thing as a little pit. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, he's he's mostly Visa. Uh, so, yeah, well, he yeah. Uh, he lets you know. He he's a, he's know. a great dude. He wasn't gonna let me in the studio. No, no, that's you why you didn't have your collar on. You didn't look safe. Hey, yeah. I'm just happy collar. he's not barking it's at the Friday. black guy. I feel like, uh, you know, <laughs> it's all right. It's a good dog right there. <laughs> I like this dog. Because you brought A and W burger oh, in the okay. house. Uh, yeah. it's like my <laughs> friend. <laughs> Give me some of that. Rough. You guys, have you guys kind of paid attention to this last week? Um, uh, you know uh, Something about CNN. Yes. He's a pastor, so all he yes. does is pay attention to his flock and uh-huh. how bad his knees hurt from praying all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> something about uh, something about CNN. Yeah, so CNN, um, Trump uh, retweeted or basically found a link of, of CNN's face on a... So you, it's like you a guys, WWF. WWF. So you remember wrestling. Trump's previous life before he was president? I don't know. It's about <laughs> he the would same show to me. Up, he would same. do WWF events. Right. Trump he's, would. he's still doing one. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> that's, he's that's still so doing true. it. Here's, here's, here's a clip from him actually doing one. Hang on here. Hang on here. Let, let's bring it right about here. Uh-oh. Out of a world that celebrated body slams, obnoxious taunts. I'm taller than you. <laughs> I'm better looking than I you. I knew that was coming next. And men in spandex costumes. It's called WrestleMania. And during there we go. Anyways, yeah, yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, we're still in it. Yeah, he we're still stopped, in, we're man. still doing WrestleMania. The whole election was WrestleMania. Oh, so, yeah. What was it? Some fourteen-year-old kid or something? I don't uh, know. Oh, was it fourteen-year-old? I don't kid? know. Some kid put this video together of Trump uh, body slamming a CNN face of uh, right. a, a real-life 
WWF event that Trump was at. And of course, Trump retweets wow. this, and that great. thing goes viral. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody and, saw and it. CNN, yeah. how does CNN feel about it? Well, they they went and tried to, they found they out. They go the, hunt this guy down. They, they went, him down. They went through the, okay, so it was done through Reddit. Yeah. Now, one thing about Reddit, if you know, is that your identity is hidden. Uh-huh. So it's one of the places you can go and say anything you want to say, do anything you want to do, and no one really knows who you actually are. If you Whoa. want to stay hidden, the best place, to, one of the best places to hide is Reddit. Okay. Man. So the work that they had to do to find this guy on Reddit, like they worked. They Interesting. Worked hard. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. It's not an easy feat. One, one of my favorite tweets following on this was My son, who was born with a large CNN logo for a head, saw the video and thought it was really me, his father, who also has a large CNN head. <laughs> <laughs> There's been so many videos that have now uh, come out I know. with uh, oh, CNN's, it blew, it blew CNN's so it's logo com- com- on everyone's face. So yeah. CNN does this. Yep. They, they go find go, the guy. Go after this 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 kid or this guy or whatever. Yeah. And and then, then they post something on their website saying that he agreed to apologize. But like, yeah. they're like strong arming this kid. Yeah, yeah that's, that's amazing. They post. So <laughs> they weren't supposed to go do that. They're not supposed to be able right. to find this guy. And they blackmail him. And right. then they told everybody that they blackmailed him. Right. And, and, they and told and, CNN, told everybody? Well, they, they, they post something on the page saying, we found him, and he's agreed to apologize so that we don't, uh, so there are no further repercussions. And if he doesn't, oh and if he continues God. to go and, on and, and do CNN this. And CNN has got, like, their shirt tucked in. Oh, my and they're, and they're co- ha- their hair combed over. They think they're being the good kid in the class. Yep. And they stand up and say, don't worry, we talked to him. And the, and the internet's... Just blew up. Blow. Yeah. Blew everybody's up. throwing can you know tomatoes because every, everything's got a CNN blockhead on it. Yep. Yeah. So my favorite video that has come out was the one with um, Indiana Jones. Yep. Yep. So CNN's <laughs> face is on the bad guy, and it's the scene where oh, uh, is he's doing the shootout. He's doing the shootout. <laughs> the, the bad guy draws the sword, yeah. and he's going to come at Indiana with the sword, yep. and Jones just pulls the gun and just shoots him right, right. there. Hey, so, hey Chuck, so you why, used a word. Yeah. yeah use so word, why, use I, that word. I don't. I don't. Everybody's talking about what happened, but I don't think many people are talking about why it was wrong. To to blaspheme CNN. Yeah, say that. Blaspheme. Yeah, blaspheme. Because that's, you know, that's what they're after. And yeah. I still don't. And CNN is so blind to the culture, to the people that they are bringing the news to, right. that they didn't even recognize that what they did was wrong. Oh, my gracious. They yeah. didn't know oh. that posting the fact, hey, guys, we found the guy who blasphemed us. And we threatened him that if he continues to do it, we'll release his identity. That was what they held they, against the guy. They, so they're, they're a priesthood. So, <laughs> okay, CNN believes it's part of a priesthood, mm. yeah, media right. priesthood, yeah. and so they think that blasphemy has taken place. Some kid in his basement made a meme about mm. them. And, you know, and needs to go to confession. Blasphemed him and needs to go to confession. Yeah. yeah, and they're talking to like the ten people left in America who actually think that CNN is a oh, high, yeah. high priesthood. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. And so they're like, "Don't worry, we talked to him." Right, <laughs> and he agreed to apologize, and the rest of the country blows up. And Which is encouraging, by the oh, way. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. extremely absolutely. encouraging. Trump, Trump is single-handedly. I mean, okay, he's got all kinds of problems. Sure. Yeah, okay. Right, I mean, right. I didn't vote for him. I don't think we voted for him. No. no okay. No. So, but you know what he's doing? He's knocking over idols. Man. Yeah. Right. Man. This, he, he is. He's mocking the priesthood of the media. Yeah. With, with his seems, thumbs. It seems like with his thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. On, Twitter. Right. on Twitter. On Twitter. He's, he's like, yeah. Watch this. Watch this. You yeah. know, you yeah. can't handle me. Now, yeah. let me push back on that. What do you feel like when he attacked um, uh, the Morning Joe people? Did you guys see that tweet? Yeah, I it was, did. It was a late night tweet. I don't know enough about <laughs> Of course it was a late night. <laughs> yeah. Does he have any others? <laughs> <laughs> he, I, 
I don't, do you think he sets it to where he, it tweets at two in the morning, he's or he's actually probably really tweeting just, at two in the morning? Probably just to rub them the wrong way, because oh, they're yeah. like, what was you he know, doing? He, he's tweeting at they're a time like that nannies. is not popular. They're like, there's he's, nannies. He's not in prime time. He's, no. like, right. he's no. decided that I'm not I'm not going to do prime time. I don't have to do prime time, because guess no. what? Sorry, Deion Sanders, Every, I'm prime time. Everybody's Someone listening. will still right. read my tweet in the Everybody's morning. listening. Everybody's yeah, listening. So what did he say to the MSNBC host? He said to the MSNBC host, I forget her name, but he said, yeah, she- Micah. Micah, she tried to- um, uh, befriend me with her f- face bleeding from, some, from from like a from a fa- facial surgery or something like that from well, like she, a plastic, plastic surgery. surgery. That's what he's kind of referring to. Have they and, just bad mouthed them on back, their show or something? I I don't know, but there's a backstory because um they were actually um the morning cup of Joe people yeah were very um complimentary of Trump um kind of during his uh run and, and initially, initially. Or, or during his run during his run yeah but they started turning on, on him I think or something? they turned on him a little bit and so Trump. Uh, went after him went after and him. he was like saying like at one point they were all like you know friendly and, and they were in my corner right but you know and and he kind of takes a jab at something about her the plastic d- surgery being just done with her plastic surgery or something like that right but, right but but you know what on the i mean this is not a pastoral evaluation of how trump is doing okay <laughs> this is not this is this is all right but, you took the car off for a reason i see no, but <laughs> this is this is wrestling mania. No, it yeah. is. This is Absolutely. WrestleMania. Yeah. That's what's Absolutely. going on here. And and they're throwing chairs at him. Yeah. And he's doing body slams. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you walk into the to the ring, well, if you don't want to wrestle, don't walk into the ring. Well, yeah. Right. If you don't want to get beat, a- you know, they might want to wrestle, but they don't want to lose. No. no and but, so Trump's like, but look, they're losing. I, I don't have right. any any borders. Okay. No. If you come in here, I'm gonna knock your face off. Yeah. Right? You know. So yeah. if you want to come at me, you can come at right. me, bro. Right. But you are gonna walk away limping. And and, and they're <laughs> and they're nasty. And so and, I mean, I, and, and they're, he's they're yeah, nasty. Yeah, and he's being just as nasty as they are. Yeah. Well, and did you see um uh this uh two weeks ago or last week Veritas um uh project Veritas project is kind of conservative. You know. Um, oh, they're like kind David Daldian kind of project doing this kind of leaks stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so oh, they, they outed that they, CNN they, guy. Yeah, they got CNN basically to confess that most of the Russia stuff that they've been reporting on is it's nothing. I think it, he used a different word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skubalon? <right>. Pusillanimous? <laughs> Pusillanimous. There we go. Hey, you, got, you, got the, you got the word I all right. I remember that still, one. Practicing, you've been practicing that word. Pusillanimous, man. Oh, uh, that's my new word. Yeah. And, and, and then they also got him to say that this, you know their viewers are stupid and just went, went on and on about how, how they're all... You know, CNN's just ratting themselves just out. It's horrible. Playing them. Yeah, just play, playing, playing them. What I can't understand is, bro, why'd you even open your mouth to say such a thing? When, you, when you're trying to hide secrets, you don't let them out. <laughs> like, you but, don't talk but about they, they Here's can't. the thing. No, they think they're priests. Oh. When you're a priest, you're untouchable. You're sacred. That's right. And yeah. you can say whatever you want, and you think that you're safe. Because you, you're, yeah. you're, you're, yeah. a, a, you're a protected class of people. And you can lie. And you can, and, you and it's can, justified because you know yep. you have some kind of this sort of sacred can, authority, can and of course. And it's not just CNN; Fox is no, all in this. They're term. all doing it. They yeah, all yeah, think yeah. they're priests, you know. Right. And it's interesting that right now, I mean, Fox needs to send a check to Donald Trump, President Donald yeah, Trump, right. because oh, with all the sex allegations that they have going on over there, oh, no man. one's really paying yeah. attention to what's happening. They're just yeah. like, oh, look, another guy fired. Huh, yeah. Okay, right. uh, but look at CNN, right. you know. Yeah, <laughs> but Trump's been playing this game since since he refused to go on that debate. Oh yeah, right. That Fox yeah, yeah, debate yeah. where he was like, "Ah, oh, I'm not doing it." Was it? I don't remember. Was, was, was that Megyn Kelly? Megyn like, Kelly. I think yeah, he's yeah. like, "No, I don't like her. I'm not going to go to the debate." And everybody's like, "Oh, that's that's no, suicide. He just lost. Political suicide. He's he's over. Presidential." And, and he's like, and and everybody loves him more. Yeah. Yep. Because he says, "I'm not going to play your games." 
He hasn't been playing. And, and CNN still thinks that there's a game to be played. So what does that say about, about us? I mean, we're looking for like some sort of political messiah, you know, kind of back to, of course we are. Like, 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 you know, like our guest. Yeah. Have we been, have we said that yet? Does anybody know? No one knows. No one knows. We haven't told them who our guest is for today. Actually, probably it's going to be on the title of the podcast. They're going to click on it and be like, Oh, maybe I should. Why are you guys still talking about this stuff? We want to hear you. Wonderful thing about a podcast. It's not live. So they can always just fast forward. You don't have to listen to us. Yeah. Political but, but, savior, but, like the Jews are looking for, yeah, like Ben Shapiro is looking but, for. But even beyond that, my question is: if all these people are are either getting reinvigorated or excited about all these things that Trump's doing, um, what does that kind of say about We've us? We've been looking for a political savior for a very long time. That's kind of yeah. the way things have been working in America, and the the evidence of that is that we think if we just consent mentally to a pro life position, if we consent mentally to a low tax position, if we consent mentally to our position and vote that way, then we've done our duty. Well, this is what the religious right fundamentally yep. did. I mean, That's I, mean right. I mean, even though I agree with a lot of the stuff that they were trying to do in the 1980s, the religious right was still about a sort of political solution uh, to yeah. a spiritual problem. Yeah. Mm. Right. Right. So, and the fact that it went basically nowhere, I mean, I mean, it, it's maybe slowed stuff down, yeah, but, but, right. but any, any gains that they made, you know, like, you know, Defense of Marriage Act or, right. or something like that. Any gains that, that, Bill th- that we made has been completely rolled back, which yeah. tells you that you, you can't political uh, solutions don't fix spiritual problems. That's right. Right. That's right? right. And so that goes. And I think your point is exactly right. And yeah. so now you don't stop. Of course not. You don't stop making efforts to no. make the That's public square. It. Confess that Jesus is Lord and 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 bow in humble submission to His Word. Yeah. But we got to recognize that if the hearts of the people are not changing, yeah, you can't put band aids on cancer. Well, and we don't, again, all of our problems are not out there, right? Like that's what last week with Tim Bailey was so good because I think he reminded me, like, no, our problems aren't out there. Our They're problems in are in here. They're in here. Well, the reason we have an unbalanced checkbook is because we can't balance our checkbook. We right. overspend ourselves. Right. So we are electing leaders that represent us rightly, right. you know, so the reason that uh, uh, right. we don't value our children, well, why do we have abortion? You know, so those right. things are all coming home. But again, we're looking for a savior. We're looking for someone that we can just, hey, we point to the things we want fixed and he goes and does it. Right. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And, and instead of saying, you know what, the way to fix this problem is on my knees. Right. You know, yeah. and that that's that's where me, we need to be at. Let me get to this before we close out this uh, this segment. So, you know, Trump obviously nominated. I think Gorsuch. you needed an organ on that. <laughs> Gorsuch, I know. That was good, man. That was Should good. I have my cowboy organ? Whatever. You know, I'm no. a humble dude, so I don't play my own organ. I just talk about my humility. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're absolutely right, though, Chuck. That's that's good stuff. That's exactly yeah. right. We yeah. we we've got to take the log out of our own eye. Yeah, yeah, that that was Pastor Tim we, Bailey we, preaching on us last yeah, week. Yeah, we 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 got to and mm-hmm. and and recognize everything for everything that we point out out there. Yep, we got to be pointed it out in here, Man. And starting in yeah. my heart. Yeah. Amen. So go ahead, Gabe. Okay, I just wanted to get to this before the segment closed out. Uh, so Trump nominates Gorsuch. Gorsuch is now in the Supreme Court, right? Right. Yeah. And so he's been there for about three months. Okay, he, he's and been a pretty good guy so far. Pretty right? good guy so far. I, I'm seeing Except articles. One. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll get no. there. We'll get there in a second. Uh, but he's, um, uh, you know, gone through a basically kind of rapid fire of a bunch of court decisions because there's a backlog that it kind of built up with, uh, right. you know, Gorsuch not being there. And and so uh, one was, uh, well, um, so not everything has gone his way, obviously, but he was again. So uh, California had a, a, a gun rights law um, that the Supreme Court um, that got appealed to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court this. denied the appeal. And now Gorsuch wanted it and Gorsuch voted for it to come to the Supreme Court. 
but most of the Supreme Court justices just said, no, we aren't going to take up that case. Oh, but it was a California gun rights issue. Um, so, and is it, is it a, uh, like a ban or something like that or some kind of limitation of the second amendment? Yeah. It's a limitation of the second amendment. Um, it, it basically, um, like no driving tanks in the street or something like that. Allowing you restricting you your ability, anyway? <laughs> restricting <laughs> your ability to carry a gun in public to protect yourself. It's okay. just kind of all around that. And that's why we have so many shootings. Yep. That, yep. that's everybody, that right everybody knows California is a safe place to go on a shooting spree. Look, <laughs> let me tell you right now. Black right? People, no, no one's, yeah. no one's going to gun yeah. you down. Black people. If you want to stop getting shot, leave California. Because you're going to get shot more there if you can't protect yourself. No, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just, yeah. as soon as we start giving the responsibility to somebody else to protect what is ours, then we're going to lose every time because hey, they can't hey, do it well. David, I was going to ask you about this. You know, oh, we don't have the time. Come Look on. At come that. on. Now. <laughs> no, it, 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 uh, wasn't, this in, wasn't this in Minneapolis? Where was it? What? The, 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 the gentleman that got shot by the police officer. Don't we have Bishop had a coming gun. on next? What? <laughs> come on yeah. now. Hey, let me take this out. Let me take this out. Um, I want to kick a shot out. Third I'll, segment. Third I segment. want to take. I want to kick a shot out to Greg, the car detailer in Anna, Texas. Okay. Hey, Greg. Greg. Greg, the car detailer in Anna, Texas. Buy some cross politics, hey, Greg. Thanks shout for out, listening, brother. Yeah. Shout out, man. Yeah. Ben Shapiro next on cross politic. Canon Press is a publishing house located in Moscow, Idaho. Canon Press, we create and provide products that sketch a vision of the whole life, a whole culture, a life full of beauty, tradition, education, community, laughter, and celebration, unashamed of Christ, and sharply at odds with the values of modernity, a mature culture with the church at the center, living out the good life, one family at a time. We believe our book, audio, and visual selections reflect this exciting life that God has given us under the sun. As the wisest man said, go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already accepted your works. Canonpress.com. For 21 years and counting, New St. Andrews College has sought to obey Christ's great commission to disciple nations and build him a house. Not just in Jerusalem, but throughout the world. Not with stones and mortar, but with living stones. We build and fight. This is the task of a Christian liberal arts college, to equip students with the tools to build and fight. And this is our joyful task as we seek to graduate leaders who shape culture through wise and victorious living. To learn more, check us out online at nsa.com. Welcome back to Cross Politic. This segment is brought to you by Adam's peanut butter. Adam's peanut Why? butter. Hey, hey, you notice I didn't have any beer for us here at the table. I forgot. Yeah, I, I just forgot. had an amazing peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Ooh. And uh, I'm I'm still tasting it in my mouth. <laughs> and um, with us today. <laughs> Wait, hold on. We didn't get a chance to enjoy that peanut butter sandwich. So it was it was glorious. It, it was glorious. brought to you by. It's hey, not fair. Uh, we got Ben Shapiro with us on the line today. Ooh. Ben Shapiro entered UCLA at the age of 16. No, you didn't. It says that. Prod- that prodigy child. Is that true, Ben? Yeah, yeah, I did start UCLA. 16, oh, yeah. my gracious. He graduated summa cum laude. He was Phi Beta Kappa, graduated Harvard Law School cum laude. At 17, Shapiro was hired by Creator Syndicate, becoming the youngest nationally syndicated columnist in the U.S. Wow. Ben, a- ben were you homeschooled? 
<laughs> no, no, I wasn't. <laughs> he appeared on, it by that much. <laughs> he's appeared on hundreds of television and radio shows as the author of the national bestsellers Brainwashed, How Universities Indoctrinate America's Youth, Porn <laughs> Generation, How Ooh. Social Liberalism is Corrupting Our Future, and Project President, Bad Hair and Botox on the Road to the White House. I, I got to get that one just for the title. Wow. I think, uh, I think I first found out about Ben when he wrote he wrote another book called How to Debate a Liberal and Win. Is that correct? Is ben? that possible? Was that you, Ben? That yeah, one? there's a there's a little ebook that's a, like a ninety nine cents ebook that you can get on Amazon. That's yeah. the, that pamphlet. That yeah. How is that possible to debate a liberal and win? <laughs> well, I mean, the, I mean, the, the the one sentence explanation is that you have to understand that people on the left are not going to make factual arguments; they're going to make character arguments. And so, once you dispose of the character arguments by refusing to acknowledge the legitimacy then it's very difficult for them to win an argument. So when they call you a racist, the proper response isn't to explain why you're not a racist. The proper response is to say, you're a jerk for calling me a racist without evidence. So we can sit here and call each other names all day, or we can actually get down to brass tacks. Ben, that's a straw man. (laughs) Everything's a straw man, man. (laughs) So Ben, one of the things that I've noticed about your podcast is that you're always, not just your podcast, but everything, you're always talking about family faith, religion, and freedom. And I'm trying to figure out, though, that's kind of like your staple. Why have you made that kind of your fighting ground? Well, I mean, I think that that's the, the foundation of the country. I think that the foundation, and not just the country, the greatest civilization in the history of the world. So I think that, you know, if it, that's what's being lost right now. It's, it's easy to argue over marginal tax rates or the stupid news of the day, but <laughs> if it's not grounded in what exactly are the values that we're fighting for and promulgating and promoting, then none of the rest of it matters. And that's, you know, and, and that's why I've taken some relatively unpopular stances, even with the right, depending on, you know, what the right is doing. If, if, if they're doing something that I think is, is not morally praiseworthy, I can't stand for it, even if it's politically advantageous. You on your podcast this morning on your Facebook live feed, you were wearing a cowboy hat. Was that right? Oh, yeah. Yep, I, was, I was in Texas yesterday and, oh, and my, uh, my employees suckered me into getting a cowboy hat. And yeah, so you were suckered. To, you were suckered. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, that's I bring right. that I have, up, to, I, have because... to, I have to wear the cowboy hat and play some kinky Friedman. Only Jews in Texas. So. <laughs> I bring that up because I'm from the promised land, uh, Texas. And, uh, <laughs> thanks. Now, now, <laughs> thanks, Ben. Thanks. Don't encourage it. I was, I was identifying with you. Uh. <laughs> I have to say, it, it is a great place. I mean, we were out in the middle of nowhere, and people were you know, we were talking with some folks who had built their own house. There's and they said, so what are the licensing fees like? So the licensing fees, and nobody even knows we're here. We just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what's that? Zoning? What's that? <laughs> exactly. So, so Ben, what is it when I'm listening to you debate uh, liberals? One of the things that I've, I've kind of just observed is that it seems like a tug of war back and forth between. Um, the liberal perspective and it seems like the, your perspective yeah. and I'm, I'm wondering are we just doing a tug of war where one side wins or is there actual an objective view of the family uh, an objective view of the country an objective view of freedom that you're pulling from it's not just how you feel well i mean it's it's uh, i'm pulling from the perspective that you know when with regard to family a two-parent heterosexual household is the most solid place on average to raise children there are always exceptions to the rule of course but that that is the the goal for which we should be striving is is solid two-parent heterosexual families um that when it comes to when it comes to the social fabric being built you have to have a solid bedrock of religious communities people who take care of one another otherwise you're gonna have government come in and try and fill the gap and that the basic framework for government is based on the idea that man is made in God's image and therefore has inherent rights and responsibilities. And you don't have the capacity to 
override those rights in the name of the collective. Uh, and if the, those, you know, simple, um, you know, the, those sort of simple concepts, unfortunately, have become incredibly controversial in today's world. And do you see people and, and because everything has become so controversial and so heavily covered, you see that the political debate has actually devolved from even debate over central issues. And it's devolved into basically both sides just slapping each other as hard as they can. Right. Uh, and it doesn't even matter if they care about the principle anymore. It's just that that guy really ticked me off. So I'm going to slap him as hard as I can. And it's fun. Yeah. And, and it seems like the liberals aren't arguing so much over whether or not anymore. It used to be they didn't. But now they're not arguing whether or not over uh, they should have two parent families. They're just saying that they, there shouldn't be heterosexual anymore. Right. Of course, kids are right. better in a two parent home. But if it's two guys or two girls, what's the difference? And who gets to say that? I'm well, wrong they actually make the case that there's alternative types of families, period. So they don't actually say that it, a kid is better off in a two parent family. Sure. because That would be mean to single mothers. So they basically they essentially argue that all types of families are equivalent They're for different. children. Yeah. And that and that all of these in that an entire civilization built on the idea that that you know, man and woman come together to create child and then raise child and man protects family and woman, you know, helps raise children, that all of this is is a bunch of bigotry and nonsense and patriarchal crap designed to keep men in power. Uh, and so that has some pretty dire ramifications for children. I mean, single motherhood is the single greatest link to, to intergenerational poverty in yeah, the country right, today. Right. And when it comes to, you know, the idea of, of gay parents raising children, there's just not enough social science data to suggest that that two men is equivalent to a man and a woman, but it's hard to see how that possibly could be since men and women are different human beings and biological ties to children are excessively important in raising children as a general rule. So but it, it's, 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 it's a pretty ascientific perspective. It's basically people deciding what they want the conclusion to be and then trying to make the science at the conclusion. So Ben, how do, how do you argue this though with somebody who, you know, you're appealing maybe to science, you're appealing maybe to tradition, you're appealing to God, but how are you going to argue with this someone who just doesn't even buy those, d doesn't, doesn't care, doesn't believe in God, doesn't believe in tradition, doesn't believe in, you know, just, that's just your view. I mean, how, how, well, you that's why I try, that's why I try to stay away from making arguments based on the Bible. So I, I, I rarely, if ever cite the Bible in political argument, um, I rarely, if ever, uh, even cite tradition because the tradition has to be based in something logical that makes sense. Uh, I try to appeal to secular reasoning simply because that may be the only argumentative common ground that you can find with people on the left. Now, it's true that a lot of them don't even care about that, right? A lot of them, it really is just about how they feel. And yeah, what, it isn't what about kind of, what kind of reasoning is, reason. there's, yeah, not, there's, screwed up. Uh, there's not, any, <laughs> yeah. there's not reasoning going on really anymore. Like who made up the reasoning? Right. Rules and that's, and that's, and, that's a pro and I think that's, that's the biggest problem in the country is that you have, I think it used to be one side. Now I think increasingly it's both sides, people who <laughs> yeah, are just yeah, reacting yeah. emotionally to every yeah. issue and they don't, want to hear what are the arguments pro and con on a given issue so why, and why appeal to something like reasoning with them when we already know that that's a faulty playing field anyways why not just appeal back to something that's objective like the word of god and say it doesn't matter if you believe in the word of god or not or if it hurts your feelings or not it's still true because god is god well, I mean, I may believe that, but it's not convincing to somebody who doesn't buy into the basic framework. So here's the thing. There's there's group A, and group A believes in the Bible. And most of the people who believe in the Bible generally agree on what the Bible says, since it's an actual written text. Uh, and then there's group B, and group B is people who don't really believe in the Bible, but at least want to consider themselves members of the, the secular rational crew. Uh, and those are people that I can appeal to. And then there's group C, people who are just 
emotionally driven, don't want to hear about the Bible because they're not religious and don't want to hear about secular reasoning because it might be mean to their perspective. And those people you can't even have an argument with. I mean, that, that I don't even waste time with that. I don't, I don't right, think there's right. a way to get those people because they, they, once you are so solipsistic, once you are so ensconced in your own ego and, and in your own feelings that it, no one can touch you there. I mean, it's like talking to somebody who's, who's depressed. It's, it's very difficult to get the person who's depressed out of their own depression because they're so wrapped up in, in the, that feeling of depression that no attempt to, to, to push them out of it is, is really going to help. So, so Ben, how do you think we got here? I mean, like we're talking, we're talking about this mess and, and these people that you know, increasingly we can't even have a conversation with or an argument with, we have so uh, little common ground. I mean, how did this happen? Um, well, I think that what happened here is that the Western civilization is a little bit of a, of a tragedy in the sense that you have the, the, word of God that comes down and is used as the fundamental basis for for the notion of both individual rights and a universe that wait, was wait, wait, created by God say, along wait, rational lines. Did you just say the word of God? You said the Bible, yes. like the word of God. Okay, so that so you would assume that's the standard ultimately then? Well, I mean, I'm an Orthodox Jew, so I mean, I, I believe in the Torah. So it's, so, um, you know, I think that the Western civilization was shaped by Judaism, which was which was propagated by Christianity. Even as a Jew, you have to acknowledge that that Christianity was the great propagator of Judaic values okay. to the world. Yeah. So then it's, yeah. good right? enough so to, the, it's good enough to shape the culture, but not to make it to convert it to repentance? Uh, well, I mean, I, listen, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that you can't convert people you know, back to religion. In fact, I think very much that people should be doing religious outreach as much as possible, because I think that it's imperative that people do that so that people buy into, buy back into the fundamental premises of Western civilization. But uh, what, what I'm saying is that on a day-to-day political level, like, there are certain things that I can do, and there are certain things that I'm not qualified to do. When it comes to trying to, you know, convert people back to a religious worldview, I can speak about my own religious worldview, why I think religion is important. I can make logical arguments for religion. Um, but you know, a person's spirituality is their own. So on political day-to-day matters, one of the things that I try to do is enlighten people to the fact that even if they don't want to buy into the fundamental basis of Western civilization, you know, the, the, the Judeo-Christian value system, they can still buy into uh, the, the, the social science, even by their own standards, they're not right. But you know, the, the, and that's... I guess part of what I'm asking is, so I, I appreciate how you're saying, like, okay, there's yeah. this Judeo-Christian foundation to Western civilization and you know, my, so my question was, you know, how do we get here and how did this unravel and break apart? It seems like if there is a spiritual bedrock um, to Western civilization, that it, it seems inescapable then, um, even if we do avail ourselves of sort of uh, natural law arguments or common sense arguments, fundamentally, we got to recognize that there's, there are spiritual realities at work here. And if we don't get, yeah, if we don't get back to that, then we can't really, we're not going to really be able to rebuild western civilization if that in fact I agree. is the foundation it, 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 i totally agree with this i mean even even a lot of the natural rights theorists like straussians like leo strauss who's sure. you know big into natural rights e- even he recognized the the value of revelation because his suggestion was you know i can argue my version of natural rights but somebody else may have their own version of what they think natural rights are uh so you know there has to be some objective word of god that that spells out what those rights are what I was saying as far as the devolution of civilization to a certain extent is that you have this this Judeo-Christian bedrock. On top of that is built the entire enlightenment, the entire scientific revolution. All of that is built on this foundation of these twin pillars of Judeo-Christian values. Right. One is individual rights in God, uh, given by God. 
And the second is the notion that this is an understandable universe built by God and you have an obligation to go out and seek God in the universe, meaning it is your job to investigate the world around you and look for proof of God everywhere, right? right. I mean, this is yeah, sort yeah. of a, 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 an Augustinian notion. Yes. Uh, and so and so, all of civilization is built on that. And then what happens is that people forget that those are the bedrocks. And so they say, okay, well, we've created the scientific method. And yes, that scientific method is based on these foundational principles. But what if we applied the scientific method to the foundational principles themselves? What if we tried to take the, the scientific method and say, okay, well, God is not a falsifiable hypothesis. So therefore, we're going to make God irrelevant. Yeah. Right. And this is and and when they did that, they actually ended up chipping away at the root of the entire scientific of the entire scientific enlightenment. Absolutely. Because again, if it's not a rational universe, then why exactly? Then how exactly do you expect to be able to come up with rational right. rules to govern it and to right. think about? Right. And if 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 you and if you chip away at the idea of free will, which is based in the godly soul, then how exactly do you? encourage people to change their behavior. I mean, if right. it's all deterministic, how do you encourage people to change their behavior? And so what you've seen is that the secular, uh, the secularism that arose from the Enlightenment, which brought forth an enormous amount of scientific and industrial ingenuity, eventually ate the foundations away. And that's why you see the same people who proclaim that they love, love, love science, and they hate, hate, hate God, and they don't care about, they don't care about the Bible. These same people will say utterly unscientific things like men can become women and women can become men, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And, and, and that's so there's there are fundamentals that in order to reason, in order to function in a coherent way in the universe, there are certain kind of fundamentals that just have to be fundamentals, uh, presuppositions, whatever you want to call them. But if you but if you flip it up and you try to keep making, uh, you know, make the the, uh, the the main level of the house, the foundation. The foundations, you know, it's all going to fall apart. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So I want to, I want to ask you, Ben, um, since we got you here, we're Christians, you're, you're this Orthodox Jew. I want to know. So what do you make of Jesus Christ? Um, who, who is he? And, and, and what is your evaluation of Jesus? Okay. So my, my belief is, and this is a fairly typical Judaic view of, of Jesus is that Jesus was an, I mean, keep in mind, I don't believe in Jesus as Lord because I'm a Jew. So the, so the, the Jewish view of Jesus. We got you. We got you. You're safe. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm not you yet. Right? Like, like, I'm, like, like, like I'm good with the prequel. It's the sequel where we differ. So the, so the, so, um, you know, my view of Jesus is that Jesus, uh, was in all likelihood an Orthodox Jew. Uh, he, he, you know, even the New Testament talks about him being an Orthodox Jew. Uh, he's an Orthodox Jew who knew how to practice Judaism and tried to lead a political revolt against the Romans and was crucified for his trouble. Yeah. Um, because most of the most of the stuff that I see in the New Testament that I think is foundational to the New Testament is uh, a in in some cases a plain restatement of what's in the Old Testament. Right. Obviously, the oh, yeah. two documents are inherently connected. Jesus, Jesus, oh, yeah. Jesus said he was the fulfillment of the the law and the prophets. Yeah. Maybe maybe another way to flip it around would be the question. So Jesus claimed to be Messiah. Um, right. The the Torah and the Old Testament all um, promise a coming Messiah. What about Jesus do you find uncompelling? Uh, what about Jesus so, do you find uncompelling t- to his claims to be Christ? Right. So, this, so the, the concept of the Messiah in Christianity is very different from the concept of the Messiah in Judaism. So the Messiah in Judaism is essentially a political figure. The Messiah in Judaism is a, a guy who comes along and restores the Davidic monarchy and brings the Jews back to Israel and um, restores Jews to practice. You know, there, there's like Maimonides lays out like a whole series of, of things that somebody has to do in order to be considered the Messiah. The concept of the Messiah as actual embodiment of God in Judaism is anathema. 
right? Jews don't believe that God takes human form. They don't believe that God ah, takes physical form. Okay, so then he's not uh, a good so, rabbi then. <laughs> so he can't be well, a good I rabbi mean, and anathema. Well, he, he, as told in the New Testament, right. I mean, th- that, that's correct. I mean, if I believe that, the, uh, again, if I believe that the New Testament was a factual history of Jesus, then I would say that Jesus was not a good rabbi. I, as a Jew, don't think that that's, if, I, of course, if I thought that it was a factual history, I'd also agree with it, right? I mean, oh, okay. So that's, so, you know, again, I don't see, Jews do not see the New Testament oh. as a, as a factual objective history of Jesus. They see it as, uh, in sort of a, a, a pastiche of Judaic ideas with ideas that come from Greece and from Gnostic religions, but, that makes sense. I mean, we disagree on this. Oh, I mean, this ben, is, we need, we need they're, about, they're not the same religion, right? We need we need about a week so you and I can just sit down with some coffee and some beer. And, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's, 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 you know, this, it's a conversation that uh, it, it's it's interesting to have. I, I have, you know, m- the, the truth is, I, I have more fun talking about the stuff that we have in common rather than the stuff we differ on. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, but it's fun yeah, to talk I mean, about what we differ on because I want to get you saved, Ben. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, and, and you know what? This is something that I've always appreciated about you know about Christians in the United States. You know, the Jews have a long history of people trying to save them by killing them, and so I'm I'm very much in favor of of people who are so friendly and and wanting to save us that they just show up with a book at my door and want to talk. Yeah, like, that's, that's a, in, in Jewish history, this is a rare I appreciate that you care enough about my soul that you actually that you actually want to save the, me. So the, I appreciate the, it. The, the difference is, Ben, we'll show up with a bottle of whiskey and the Bible. And some cigars. Right, and some cigars. Yeah. Well, that, that, I mean, that, that is already more convincing. Thanks so much for your time, Ben. We really appreciate it and appreciate what you're doing out there. And hey, we're praying for you. Absolutely. Amen. That you and, come see Jesus. And, uh, and God, God bless you, friend. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Be well, guys. All right. More Cross Politic when we come back. This is Cy Timbrinke with Answer Anyone Apologetics. People often ask for a methodology for defending their faith. So I've come up with what I like to call the two-move checkmate. Step one. No matter what objection they give that contradicts the Bible, tell them this, that's not what the Bible says. I don't believe Noah's Ark was real. That's not what the Bible says. I don't believe that Jonah was in a big fish for three days. That's not what the Bible says. I don't believe that Jesus ever walked the earth. That's not what the Bible says. No matter their objection, that's not what the Bible says. What are they going to say? I don't believe your Bible. That dusty old book written by Bronze Age goat herders? Of course, to that an appropriate response would be, so what? Instead, I give them step two. You don't believe my Bible? So you don't believe that it's true. Well, obviously you believe in truth. So let me ask you this. Where do you get truth without God? Then you dismantle the absurdity of their response. Step one, that's not what the Bible says. Step two, where do you get truth without God? For more apologetic answers, visit www.proofthatgodexists.org. Welcome back to Cross Politic. <laughs> I'm ignoring Gabe. He doesn't want a beer. This segment is brought to you by the fact that I don't have anything to drink. <laughs> I just want to point that out. <coughs> I... <laughs> Get 
that man some beer. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know. Rango, go. Hey, Ben Shapiro. How about that, huh? That oh, great. man. He talks fast. He's a smart dude. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Uh, you know, uh, I was impressed. I, I was thankful that he he did. I mean, you caught this. I mean, it's kind of fun that you, uh, you, you tagged him on this. But, you know, he said the, that the Western civilization is built on the word of God. Right, right, right. And you're right. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't just say those things and get away with it. <laughs> but but I but I think I don't think he made completely made the connection where he's like he recognizes this spiritual Judeo Christian foundation, but then is like there's there's a little bit of a disconnect in terms of like if that's the problem, if if we turned away yeah. from God, right, yeah, yeah. and started <laughs> the you know Christian, you, the God of the whole Bible, the right, Christian right. If we turned away God. from that God, yep. then then isn't the solution to turn back to that God? Yeah, yeah. Yep. and he's like, well, you know, if people already a- a- admit to that standard, then I'll bring it up, but otherwise, I'm just going to use common sense or science or whatever. And it's like, but or reason, but isn't that the problem? Isn't yeah. the problem that we used reason and we debunked God? You know, that's I think that's a clear evidence of being super smart and not super wise. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things that I, I try and tell my kids all the time. Like, you know, my wife said it to me. I remember I was talking to somebody who was much smarter than me. She said, baby, all you got to do is be right. You know, <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, that's a good point. You know, because right. the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, right? right. Like that's where wisdom st- comes right. from. Right. Yeah. So as Christians, it doesn't matter who's smarter than us. It's like if you lean on the Bible, if that's your standard, if that's your, then God knows how to fight this battle because the weapons are warfare and not carnal, yep. right? All we need but is a few smooth stones. God. Yeah, a few smooth stones. That's all we need. That's right. all. We, and it doesn't matter if it's a little boy throwing those stones. The word of God is the power behind that stone. Right. right. And so again, if we don't, if Christ isn't our beginning standard for all of our thinking, you know, He gets it when it comes to the foundation of America, right. Christianity. Right. 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 But and 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 I think it's and bring it bring it home. Like so. What this means, though, is that it's it's very very simple. Like you look at you look at the mess. Mm-hmm. Like what do we need? Well, we need to confess our sins. <laughs> Come on, now. right? That's all we need to do. That's all we need to do. We need to confess our sins. We need pause, to... pause, 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 pause. What? Pause, no, 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 no. That's fine. I don't, I don't, need, I don't need. I'm as humble as you, man. Uh, no, we just, we just, we just. But it's it takes it, ta- it takes men who recognize that, like you know, I, I spoke harshly to my wife. Please mm. forgive me, honey. Mm. Or I was yeah. I was I was uh, you know I was uncaring. I was unkind to my children. Please yeah. forgive me. Or I, we're we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to complain anymore in our home, yeah. children. Yeah. I've yeah. been right. I haven't been taking care of you in this way. Yeah, we're going to drive complaining out of our home. Yeah. Let's confess it to Jesus. Let's wash our let's 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 have His blood wash us clean, and let's walk in the light. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. simple. Like those are the little stones. That's right. That Jesus oh. uses to bring down giants. Yeah, Come right. on now. But when Amen. we have the Amen. courage and the faith to do that, simple. It's, so it's not like understanding politics. That's right. Or understanding economics. Like yeah. you don't know. Or, or finding common reasoning grounds. Right, but like, <laughs> I mean, like yeah. I mean, some of us are called to focus on those areas. Absolutely. But the real power is in simple obedience. Yeah. Trust and obey. Yeah. Right. And, Just and I, Ben and Ben has no sacrifice. That's right. I was right. going to ask him that. If we had one more yeah. minute, I was going to ask him, so where is your forgiveness of sins? Yeah. How do you get forgiven? Because you, right. you you know as a Jew you have right. guilt. Yes. Like, you know that. Right. And and <laughs> yeah. there's no sacrifice being offered. How do, you, right. how do you deal with that there, Ben? Right. How do you get rid of that? Yeah. You know, I know how mine is gone. Yes. I know where mine is taken from. Yes. You know? Amen. So, Anyway, yeah, I just thought and that was... And it's a final sacrifice. But you know, if, one of the things it's not something you got to do over and over again. Over and over again. Here's yes. one of the things that I, I do enjoy, though, is the fact that we do... 
for all intents and purposes, we have somebody like him that's basically on our side. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. You know, when we're going to the battle, I want him sure. with us. Cole you know? yeah. Ab- Cole Co- 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 Re- uh, Represent Texas not, really well not, so, not, today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Not, not, not an ally, but a co-belligerent. Absolutely. You know, yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, we pray for him. Yeah. yeah. Right? So you know what? Actually, everybody who's listening right now, yeah. pray for Ben. Yeah. Pray yeah. for Ben. Pray that God saves him, makes him a warrior for Christ. You know, that's that's huge. Be such a gift. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I remember. I was hoping you would. <laughs> I remember. You, you. We need to finish you, out you, what you, happened. The problem is, is that he's got control of all of the, the technical stuff over there. And as soon as I start saying something he doesn't like, he just starts playing music. That's why and, you got to get him in the middle of a segment. <laughs> get him in the middle of a segment. No, you can't drop me now. Yeah. No, no. He's trying to phase you. Hey, so there's this guy named Minnesota. Castile? I think, I think we need a praise no, break Philandro. right now. This is not going to work, is it? Come on. All no, right. no, no, All no, right. no. All right, no, no, no. let's do it. Let's He's do got it. a gun. Let's do it. He's got a gun. I don't, a, li- I, a concealed carry permit right. and a license to carry. Yeah, he's licensed. So I want to get in trouble in this And he one. tells the officer, I've got a gun, and and a minute later, he's dead. It, 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 I think the whole thing took a minute. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we. Yeah. Oh, this is a couple weeks back, but we all saw the video. They released the video. Re- yeah. Release the- You can't- The, 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 the police dash cam the dash video. Dash video. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, very, very. I, I remember when it happened. Yeah, was, was it like a year ago? Eleven months ago. And and there was a there was a phone recording, right? Of so, of, his, right. of his wife or his girlfriend. His girlfriend at the time. And, yep. and and there's a little girl, a kid in the back. Yep. In the back seat. Yep. And but I guess my question, the, the the segue was, of course, in the first segment we were talking about the whole gun rights thing in California, making laws and whatever yep. else, and what's safe and what's not safe. Right. Uh, I saw a couple of headlines about um, the NRA. Not oh, picking yeah. this story up. Yeah, that yep. was Trevor Noah. Okay, I think it was from I, the, the 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 Daily Show. Yeah, okay. Trevor. Trevor. Okay. Yeah, Trevor I, can't, Noah, I can't stand Trevor. He's a confused I, well, guy. Yeah. yeah, he's very confused. I think. The, but what did you make of that? What, what, which what, part? What, I don't know. Trevor Noah. I don't know. The, I was, no, I the, see. Not, the not guilty well, decision. I don't know enough about the story. By the but, cop. The cop yeah. was found not guilty. Right. Yeah. And then uh, we talked about this a little bit. And then uh, the family was still able to sue and get money for wrongful death. We need we need to do a whole show on this. What in the I, but, world? But we'll try yeah. and, we'll try and yeah. keep it to I, it. I remember thinking at the time that it seems it seemed to me. This is just my my vague recollection. I'm curious what you think. Yeah. But that um that that police officer um uh, uh was was not acting in a way he he needed to have allowed there to be a far more demonstrable threat mm-hmm. uh, there was no threat right and, 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 and so even if he was reaching for his gun right which is presumably what he was scared of right. giving him yep. the best benefit that's, of the doubt that's what that officer said but, but you remember the other officer said he's not reaching for a gun right but i guess but that was that was my sense though and i'm yeah. curious is that what your sense was too um so i'll go back to what i said in the beginning the end of this last segment is we got to remember that the officer was protecting Philandro, <laughs> right? Supposed to be. Is right. That's exactly what I mean. S- supposed he's to supposed be. Supposed to be protecting him, right? And, and so a lot of times it says it on the cop car, right? Right. Ser- yeah. Serving Serve him, protect. protect. Right. right. Yeah. And so again, uh, um, I just think our whole police state is it's overdone. Um, if you, I, if I, you go a, into law enforcement, oh, yeah. you ha- you are taking you are laying your life on the line. Yeah, that's and, right. And you need to be willing to be shot. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, that's right. right. You, you, this is not baking cakes. Yes, this is right. not being a librarian. This it, is not an electrician. It's a different you are job. signing up to be shot at. You and, are, and at first. Yes, yeah, right? that's right. Sometimes you're going to be shot at right. 
first before you should even think about it. So the, the story is Philandro uh, was pulled over. I, I'd still am looking for the broken taillight. The officer didn't quite get that one right. But Ooh. he pulled him over because he thought that he matched the description of a person, another person with the wide nose. So he pulls. You got a wide nose. Well, mine's not as wide as some, but my <laughs> wife does, you know. And and so it's it's kind of we know we have a couple different shapes to our noses, but this guy happened to match the other guy's wide sure. wide nose. Sure. So he pulls him over, and everybody's. I mean, I don't have to go through this, but everybody's seen the video. Flandro was on on. He had some weed. He smoked some weed, and he was driving. Um, he wasn't driving. His wife, his girlfriend was. No, no, no. He was, was just he driving. driving. Oh, he was, was he driving? Okay, yeah, he was in the driver's seat. Yeah, and okay. so uh, it's the picture flips when she was on. So it looked oh, that's, that's right. reversed. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so yeah. he told the, the office. I guess he gave him some form of ID, the registration or something, to the officer first. The officer says, uh, "Okay." And so Philandro decides to tell him, "Hey, sir, I just want you to know I'm carrying a con- I have a concealed carry permit and I have yep. a gun on me." Right. The officer says, okay, don't reach for your gun. But he already asked him for his ID. Now, right. this is right here. This is where everything goes wrong. The officer should have said, okay, for my safety, keep your hands on the steering wheel. Right. All right? He needed to give him a different He needed to control the situation. Right? That's one of the first things they teach you as a police officer is control the situation. Right? And, and, and so that's why a police officer will come to a situation that's crazy, and they don't care who's doing what. They arrest everybody. Because the first rules can control the situation. Yeah. He wasn't in very good control of the situation. He thought that Philandro was reaching for his gun when he was reaching for his wallet, and he fired on him. So mm. no one's going to like what I have to say about this. But two things. I think that the officer actually made a mistake. Now, everybody agrees with me with that. Oh, yeah, he, he definitely made a mistake. The problem is, is that he can't tell the truth about his mistake in the judicial system and be treated justly. If he said... I shouldn't have fired on him. I made a mistake. I thought he was reaching for his gun, but I don't think he was. I thought that, and I'm looking at it now, man, like that's a mistake. If he says that, right. he's done. Death right. penalty. He's over, yeah. right? Because yeah. he, he confessed to what they would call a murder. Exactly. So he can't tell the truth about the situation. He shouldn't have done what he did. Right. And then under biblical standards, like... That's he made it. He, it was an accident, a right, very right. horrible that's accident. A, that's a city of refuge, right? right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Right. But what everybody wants is they want the death penalty for the guy who made the mistake. Right. So they don't want just law either. Right. Right. right? They they want blood. Right. So no one and, and I feel horrible for Castile's family. Like that's horrible. Yeah. Right. Right. But <clears throat> if right. if you're looking for true justice on this, this guy loses his job. He doesn't get to work in this field again. Doesn't probably get a firearm again. That's that's right. debatable. Sure. Um, how he can carry that, and and he's he's he's. But but not first degree murder. But not first degree murder. Uh, it, it was it was not it right. was not premeditated. He was not tr- like he was not setting out to kill him. He, exactly. he just made a bad judgment. He made call. a bad judgment call, and he ruined somebody's yeah. a lot of people's I, I don't lives. Know. I, I like it. I'm not mad at you. Yeah. So, but, uh, still, lot, but, I, but again, remember, <laughs> Castile's mom said he ho- she hopes he meets the Lord tonight. Yeah. People are not no. If people say they want justice, then you have to want justice on both ends. The guy made a horrible mistake. He can't admit to the fact that he right. made a mistake because he no, doesn't he get justice. Right. He he has to plead the castle law, right? The, um, yeah, yeah. He thought some his form, life. Some, was, some every, form every, of castle every, law. Right. You look at every case, and every police officer says, "I thought my life was in danger." That's yeah. that's that's what you got to say in order yeah, right. to get off. But still, on the other side, but it, se- it seems like there's got to be a higher standard than that because you, you can't say like you joined the police force. 
Like your life is in danger. No, yeah. And God's law, there is. Right. Yeah, right. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but so on Castile's side of this, you know, he has, what do you do? What else do you want? And I, I've heard so many people say, you know what? You shouldn't side seat Monday night quarterback or over a Sunday yeah, yeah, morning yeah, yeah. game. Monday, Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. That was good, John. Oh, I, don't, no. I don't really care. I've seen oh, so no. much of those. Sunday morning Sunday morning, night, Tuesday. Don't do it. But I, I'm so sick of seeing that because what I everybody in one way or another is doing that side seat quarterbacking. Yeah. You know? Right. So when you look at what happens right. in Washington and you make a decision from what you know in Idaho, you're gonna tell me that you're not side seat quarterbacking? Of course you are. Right. You don't know all the deals that were done behind the doors and right. for what purpose, who got so, this. So I don't want to hear anybody say, "Oh, you guys can't side seat quarterback." So do you think N- the that. NRA should have picked this story up? I, I think would that have been like, they yeah, didn't, yeah, right? You know, it's interesting. <laughs> Whenever someone, well, the reason the NRA can't pick it up is because they don't want to support someone who was under influence and lose their crowd, their audience, right? Right? Because everybody's gonna say, "Well, he was under influence; he couldn't follow destru- instructions." Well, I mean, right. he was driving a car; he pulled over the car. Right. He listens to the officer. He was right. enough aware to say, "Officer, I have a gun." So don't tell me that right. the influence influenced him to not grab his gun. Right, right, yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. No, I don't want to hear that either. Yeah, okay. So, Th- yes. Thank you. Should, should, thank have, you, thank should, you. should the NRA have picked it up? Of course they should have. Whenever a man tells a police officer that he has a gun and he gets shot afterwards, you look at that man and you say, you know what? He was on our side. Yeah. This is exactly what we're fighting for. You know, but again. Yeah. That, it's a mess. Yeah. Uh, Philandro yeah. wasn't the, he wasn't the, uh. The pigment that the NRA likes. All right, hey, the, the last thing I want to yeah, get to. I'm gonna say it. Ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh, it. it. Oh man, sorry, man. <laughs> um, Shoot me. Hey, did you want to talk about something else? <laughs> I want to talk about one more thing. He's, he wants to like. He wants to talk about. Uh, There's a lot more to say on this. I'm not done. I mean, we can we can keep yeah. talking on this. Right, you want to stand? <laughs> I'm gonna get my organ ready. You gotta, preach. Okay, hey, you got Francis something. Chan. Oh, see here you go, he goes, Francis Chan. No, he this goes is... to Facebook um, a couple weeks ago to the company to the company Facebook and speaks at Facebook. And it speaks on, and part of what he spoke on at Facebook was why he left his mega church mm. in California. And he's now in San Francisco, uh, basically doing house church okay. in San Francisco. And so, he's part so, of, and why, why, and why did he leave his church? So he, he left his church for, there's a number of, uh, it's, it's confused and muddled, but there's a number of reasons, but to kind of be, I think, charitable in, in a short summary of it is he left his church because he believed his congregation was not using the gifts like they should. Do you have some pieces from the article that he I said? Do. Yeah, here's, a quote. Some here's a quote. Here's a quote. He said, and this is a, from his quote from his talk at Facebook. He said, I'm going, I'm, uh, uh, according to the Bible, every single one of these people talking about his congregation has supernatural gifts that meant to be used for the body. Mm. And I'm like, 5,000 people show up every week to hear my gift, to see my gift. He said, that's a lot of waste. Then I started thinking, how much does it cost to run this thing? Millions and millions of dollars. Right. So he's saying that everyone shows up to hear me preach on Sunday. 5,000 people come up and, and, and they aren't exercising their gifts. Yeah. And, and for one, that's, it's, it's so confused because um, it, it's such a faulty view of what it means to exercise gifts in the first place. And then even the bigger issue is ecclesiology. Like what are what is a shepherd doing on Sunday morning? Well, you remember that one time that right? Paul left Ephesus, right? Oh, wait. He did that to Corinth. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he didn't do that to Corinth. Uh, uh, Rome. Rome, Rome, Rome no, no. He, he got killed there. <laughs> yeah, no, he left think, him because he got killed. He left him yeah. and started a whole new organization. 
But it, hmm. but so, so David, what do you think about his him talking to Facebook? Y'all just trying to. Get me- Come on, no, 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 no. You you said something. Yeah, I, you know, the, I'm gonna try not to be too angry. Francis decides to leave his church, and and he's kind of been talking about this, but he goes to Facebook to talk about family business. Uh-huh. Yeah. For real, I know that's oh, family yeah. business, dog. Yeah. Like you don't get to go talk about family business to yeah. the world. Yeah. They go talk to Facebook. Let me yeah. tell you about heard, what's happening at my church. I heard. I heard. Isn't isn't Mark Zuckerberg you know starting a church <laughs> on online? <laughs> you know, let's just do it one thing isn't at a time. Facebook let's a church? one thing yeah. at a time. Yeah, no, I yeah. think you're right. You go to Facebook yeah. to go talk about God's bride. Mm-hmm. You went and talk about the sheep that God gave you to the wolf. Well. Yeah. Oh, what is wrong with you, boy? I, I, I want to I go. What's wrong, what's wrong with you? You need to look. Uh, my voice is rising. Let me bring it down. Yep. Let me tell you something. God gave like you a, a man, church, like a man, to manage, and then all of a sudden, God gives you revelation about your church, and you decide to leave it. Yeah. Brother, get your hands dirty in that church. Get yeah, your hands. That's right. You know that's what? Right. I'm going to say this. The congregation is better off having you going if that's going how you're going to be. Exactly. It is yeah. a blessing for yeah. them to have you going. If that's how you feel about the bride of God, you just bless that church. Yeah. And he uh, he needs to repent. That's yeah. the bottom line. You don't. He left a bunch of people that were there who were there for them, looking to him be a leader. and He failed them. So so there's there's two things going on here. One is um, as a shepherd. He saw some things that maybe were he was correct about. Maybe he wasn't. He we don't know. We don't know. He could have been absolutely right. He could have right. been, right. been absolutely correct. Right. And, and I think that's very true in a, a lot of shepherd, churches. shepherd, he doesn't um, like lead his sheep to confess their sin in that area. Bro. Instead, he he leaves them. Instead of leading, he leaves. The second thing is so, um, and and this is just part of the mega church um, ecclesiology is it's shallow and it has no system and mechanism for really addressing sin in the church. And he, look, he, obviously he understood that. It doesn't. Obviously he understood so he that. <laughs> so he understands there's no mechanism for addressing sin in the church. And what does he do? He, he leaves. leaves. So this all happened when he also wrote crazy love and crazy love became a bestseller. And he literally said, and I, I figured this is, I guess that this was part of it, but, um, when it, when it all happened, but, um, he said this at the Facebook event, he said, I freaked out during that time in my life. Uh, basically, his book blew up, became a bestseller, and he didn't know how to handle it. And so, and I'm sure, and he he said, you know, I experienced emotions of, of pride that I like, like it just, it just, it just, imagine it that. disgusted me. Really? So that's good. Like those are all, but it's like God blessed him. And Bro. then he, he freaks out, doesn't know how to handle that blessing rightly. And then, and then goes to San Francisco to basically form some sort of hermit home church. Good thing that he's you not know? leading the Reformation. God forbid Luther freaked yeah, out. Yeah. Right. God forbid Calvin freaked well, out. Luther had his moments. There are, that's what your knees but are that's, for, but brother. But he had a good wife. That's Luther, what Luther had a good wife. Well, well, uh, I didn't say nothing about Fresh Chan wife. That's you. Uh, <laughs> I don't mess with the women's. But I'm going to tell you, that's what your knees are for. Right. When yeah, stuff right. like that happens, when you pride get on your knees. boils up in your heart. Because you got you to gotta confess. And, and you know what? I think there's another thing, too. There's a difference between a, a person in a church, right, in a church body, who is a member of that body. And I think there's a difference between them leaving the church versus a shepherd actually leaving a church. 
I think there's a huge difference. Well, and even at the end of the day, even if like we don't know what happened behind the scenes, and and if he was working hard, side seat quarterbacking. Yeah, right. There you go again. Monday Monday morning quarterbacking. Stop saying side seat. Monday night armchair quarterbacking. (laughs) Side seat. Side seat seat. from Sunday. (laughs) From Sunday. (laughs) Even even if he had done everything that he could have done, I mean, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he did. I think your point is still well founded. Like, how are you going to go talk to Facebook about it? About, like, that's like, family like, business, e- dog. Even if you did everything you could, and 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 it, well, are you going to bring your sin and, before and, unbelievers? And, and you, yeah, to you, judge you? you leave. You say, okay, yeah. I've done everything I can do here before God. Let's just say, like maybe yeah, yeah. he did that. He, maybe he labored behind the scenes, and the, el- yeah. the other elders or the other leaders of the church said no or whatever, and he left. You still don't bring it up, bro. Don't you, don't, you, you don't, know you're going to judge angels? You don't. Yeah, sorry. Come on. <laughs> first, first Corinthians seven. Yes. Come on. You don't. You don't do the church's dirty laundry out in public. And Francis, if you want to come over here and justify yourself, brother, I'll let you know. We'll, hey, we'll sit talk down, to you. have a beer. We'll talk. We'll I'd talk love to, to talk to you about I've, it. I've reached out to him, so our viewers, if you guys tag him, we'd love to have him on the show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Talk like, to that would be yeah. great. Yeah. So, but I need. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. Because I'm, I'm already in trouble. Find me on Twitter. You can hit me up. Chocolate Ox. Find Toby on Twitter. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic.